0: Hi guys it is sunday july 14th i am currently drinking a cayenne pepper kombucha and i just got back from the gym yesterday i recorded a video for you it's on lightroom tips it's seven lightroom tips just to optimize lightroom so it can run really, really fast and i'm basically planning to peer pressure everybody into following it i, I just want to debunk the myth that Lightroom isn't as fast as Photomechanic because it totally is and I am actually really glad that I'm doing this podcast with you today. Sam's out of town and this is weirdly going to count as social interaction for me because I, I have not really been social in the past two months. I made a new friend and I've hung out with her like two times. We've gotten like two meals together but I don't have a ton of people that I can hang out with locally in Baltimore. Which is so so weird for me to not even have the option. I went from college, which you know I used to have friends that would just show up at my door with like hot chocolate, and I would be able to, you know, you know, in movies and in TV shows where people just like knock on people's doors and they're like, "I'm here," (laughs) like uninvited, like you don't have to call. That was you know my life in high school and in college, but since then, like I moved to Texas, and then I had friends that I would see regularly, but I don't have anybody that will just like show up randomly. That's just rude, <laughs> like I probably wouldn't appreciate it at this point. But when I was in Austin, such a big part of my work and home life had to do with socialization and networking, like once I got integrated into the scene of local photographers in Austin, first of all, that's that was how my wedding photography business got started, was just referrals. If I was booked, I would send it to somebody else, if somebody else would book, they would send it back to me, like there were enough weddings and shoots to go around and We would have, were they weekly or monthly meetups? I feel like they were almost weekly or biweekly. We would have meetups all the time. We would drink and get appetizers and then sometimes everybody would go to karaoke after. And now, you know, I'm on the East Coast. A lot of my friends live an hour to an hour and a half away. You know, they have kids. And if we do schedule something, it's like a month in advance and even then sometimes it gets canceled. So it's just really weird, but I'm really glad that I have really great podcasts to listen to. (laughs) I hope this doesn't, all my friends are podcasts, I I hope this doesn't sound sad because it isn't meant to be, but I am very glad that I get to talk to you guys because I know that our journeys are the same, that we're going through the same things, that it's the middle of summer and that we're all overwhelmed and hot and probably getting rained on whenever we're shooting weddings. It's just, it's so different. And I also don't feel like I can reach out to people right now just for socialization because I ended up getting behind on culling which meant that I couldn't outsource quite a few of my weddings this year. And I also, I've had a few more challenging weddings lately, lighting wise. One that I took on specifically because I knew it was gonna be a challenge. So I shot a wedding in an aquarium. I was sharing some footage on Instagram stories and a few people were like, oh, I can't wait to see these pictures (laughs) because the lighting is, it's just so dark in the Baltimore aquarium. And I knew it would be a challenge when I took it on and that's part of why I did it. I'm like, whatever, I you know do talks on lighting around the world. I can take on, (laughs) I can take on a challenging lighting situation, but I underestimated the awkwardness of carrying my LED light on a light stand up like three or four stories and what that was going to be like. Do you you guys ever do that? Do you ever take on projects anticipating that there will be challenges, but get totally thrown off because the challenges are unexpected different things that pop up instead? You know, like I feel like... (laughs) I feel like I'm basically describing being a parent or like having a dog. You think the hardest thing is going to be getting them to not chew on your shoes, but in reality, it's, you know, getting them to not bark in this one spot in the yard and getting them to come to you. But similarly to like writing a children's book, I legitimately thought the hardest part of writing a children's book would be drawing an entire book. But it turns out that writing and the dialogue is where I feel the most challenged. I'm not a writer. And my book is coming along so slowly, you guys. I'm just not a writer. And I really love education. I have a Patreon specifically because I'm so dedicated to education and the arts. And that's part of why I signed up for the Baltimore Academy of Illustration. I like being around like-minded people. I like the idea of being in a classroom setting, of having somebody that can sort of, you know, let me know whenever they think I'm doing something right or wrong. But I don't know what the equivalent of that looks like for writing. I've looked into a writers group, but I haven't attended any meetings because every time they pop up, I'm I haven't been available except for one where some guy sent five chapters and he asked everybody to read them and give him notes. I'm sure his sci-fi romance novel is going to be great, but I don't I don't know if it's going to be a helpful environment for me writing children's books and I really wish that college classes were a little bit cheaper like if you just wanted to take them pass fail or no credit but I have looked into it and it is just as expensive as you think it's going to be it's not really an option but I wish there was something like that before I started following a bunch of illustrators on patreon I was signed up for a bunch of classes on Skillshare so I might sign up for Skillshare I'm, I'm sure there's some children's book writing tip video things on Skillshare I should just get back into it and check it out I just really wish that I had some sort of local connection where I could just be like, is this good writing? <laughs> like, can we talk through this? Can we read this out loud together and you tell me if it's good or not? I, I just, I really miss formal education so much. And I think just people. I'm, I'm very, very introverted. Being self-employed works really well if you're introverted because I still get the perks of getting to be social. Like if I go to a wedding and I feel like chatting people up, it's a thing that I can do but I can also sort of like step away and re-energize whenever I need that. Wedding photography was basically built for introversion. (laughs) It's kind of a double-sided sword because you have all this freedom to create your own schedule and to be able to take on the clients that you want and to be able to work as often as you want. But it's also really hard to meet people that do the same thing as you in real life. Basically everybody that I know is a wedding photographer, but most of my friends don't live locally. And I mostly rely on text messages to interact with you know most of my friends but you can't underestimate the value of sitting down and brainstorming with somebody and brainstorming isn't something that necessarily works really well over text messages because brainstorming is like whenever you blurt out half-baked ideas without really thinking about them and I feel like text messaging is a little more intentional than that just some thoughts, no conclusions. (laughs) It was just something that I was thinking about. And I really love Baltimore, and I know there's like a great art scene here, but I really thrive on more structured social situations. I'm sure there's a group around here somewhere that does that. Just something I'll have to be on the lookout for. And also, in my downtime, I have been designing enamel pins, which I'm kind of excited about. I don't know what to do with them, and they are kind of expensive to make because there's minimums, and there's like a a charge to get set up with a template, and I don't 100% know what I would do with them. I don't know that I would sell them, but I'm considering them being Patreon perks, maybe, if you guys are into enamel pins. I don't know what that looks like. It's just been something that I've been playing with. I have a ridiculous amount of enamel pins that I just keep finding all over my house. And it's really been inspiring me to want to make some. So I've been designing little pins in my in my free time. Speaking of free time, I don't have any today. <laughs> it's a Sunday, but I have to get back into work. I have a client meeting in a little bit. And I have an article that I am also working on for later this month on Patreon. So thank you guys so much for listening. I do plan on doing a second podcast this month. I was looking back at the poll and it definitely seemed like a lot of people wanted the 10-minute link, but twice a month, so we are going to try that out. I hope you guys are having a really, really good week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.